News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. On a transition away from fossil fuels to avert the worst effects of climate change. Minister Eamon Ryan is on the line now from Dubai. Minister, this, this is definitely a breakthrough. For the first time ever, we have global acknowledgement that fossil fuels days are numbered. It is. And for 30 years, we've had the United Nations meeting, and this is the 28th time. And we've never really addressed the core of the problem. And today we just have. And and it's not just a signal and the start of the end of fossil fuels. It's also the start of a new renewable and efficient and more just energy and economic future is the potential. And we have to deliver it. But this helps. This helps give clear signal to the financial world where I was very involved in, in the negotiations you need to stop financing fossil and you need to switch to the clean. And particularly we need to do that in the developing countries that are being hit hardest by climate. It's also a signal to stop investing in the fossil and start investing in the renewable, clean, efficient future. And particularly in developing countries where they're frozen out of that market. And and particularly at home, it, it gives us confidence. We know the course and the direction we take. We just need to deliver it. It helps that it's part of an international agreement and that the Paris Agreement still stands. It's actually stronger today than it was yesterday, and that's important. Uh, when, when we were looking at this, I mean, up till yesterday, it was being deemed a failure. The wording was all wrong. What happened in the space of 24 hours that got this fairly momentous, momentous language into the text? Um, well, I think in some way, because the first text was so poor, it allowed, in some ways... Uh, that almost kind of helped in a way that Evan, you know, Evan came out so strong saying this is not good enough. I think what happened or one of the things that happened, um, we were involved in the Higher Ambition Coalition. That was, and I've been meeting them for the last, through the last week, typically Europe, small island states, less developed countries. But in the last, yesterday through the day, we had a series of meetings. And as the day went on, we started, Brazil came into the room, the United States came into the room. Zambia came into the room and actually that building that coalition I think helped get a change in the text and it's not perfect like there'll be issues that people have concerns about and I'll understand that but it is significant it's and particularly significant for this in a world which is divided and fraught and sees war in Gaza and Ukraine um, it, it it gives a sense that multilateralism can work the United Nations can work and and yesterday morning, and I'm inspired by him, but Antonio Guterres, the Secretary General of the United Nations, came into two meetings I was in, and he talked about double ambition, about ambition for the climate reduction, but also ambition for, for development in our world that's fairer, that is um, more secure, uh, yeah. and get away from division. And I think that helped, that, that sort of perspective helped. It, it certainly is progress on an international level. But while you're there in Dubai, Minister, we have this report out from the SEI today saying that energy-related emissions are falling um, slowly. It's not sufficient to meet our climate obligations. So it's all very well performing on the international stage. We're not doing it here at home. True, we need to accelerate. Everyone does. And we need to do a lot more. And it is starting to sh- the ship is starting to turn. Like in the first six months of this year, our emissions in electricity we think fell by something like 15%, which is not small in one year. Uh, But we need to go further and we need to go faster. That's absolutely accepted. But the other thing, John, just we should be, yes, we have to admit we have to do a lot more, but we should also be proud 
Ireland on the on this stage, we we had a really good team of civil servants. We had an influence. We were in the middle of the negotiations. And I think our voice, while it's small in the world stage, we have a particular place where we are good at making this crossover between North and South. We are good at... um, well, just listening and talking to people. No, no, we, 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 no, we can't. We can wheel soft power, but Minister, we have huge backlogs in planning permissions for wind farms in this country. We have a grid that is restricting the development of offshore off the west of Ireland, and people will argue that yes, we're doing a lot of things right, but when it comes to energy security, when it comes to getting rid of fossil fuels, we have a massive opportunity here and. I, I say it to you because as as the minister in the office, we're not embracing it. We are. I think we are. I, th- I think the Irish people are. I, I think they want to make this change. That's not easy. The people, the, the, the people, yes. But what about what about your department? What about your civil servants? What about your government? Well, I, I believe we have the right team in place in our in, in our department and government were committed. The Taoiseach and Tánaiste were out here as well. And that was important. That was a sign of solidarity that we will make this leap. Just again to give listeners a sense of confidence, um, even in cloudy Ireland, like had people said two or three years ago that this year we would install something like a gigawatt of solar power. Do we think that's how much, if that was giving us full capacity, that's about, you know, that's starting to make a difference. That's starting to be seen in the way we power our country. Yeah, but and Minister, yes, can I make a point that those are individuals who are designed to put solar panels on their roofs. They're taking the power back themselves. Uh, when, and that's easy done. When it comes to more complicated processes like wind farms, like offshore, like air grid and, and connectivity, which is outside of the individual's control, that's where it's fallen down. I agree with you. We we have to be... I mean, there's a very important piece of legislation before the doll at the moment in terms of how we improve our planning system. Not throwing the baby out of the bathwater. Having an independent system subject to judicial review, access to... to for for all people to be able to to, to check and uh, and to question development. But you're right. We do need to be quicker in our country in building infrastructure. And I'm absolutely certain and convinced we can and will do that. We have an advantage, as you say, we do have a lot of wind power. Um, I mean, in the last week, we've seen that power up to 70% of our country for whole days. And that's unprecedented. And in that, actually, we are one of the more leading countries. There are very few other countries which have that level of wind power in a system. So we have capability here. But now, because of this agreement in Dubai today, we also know the whole world is going in this direction tripling renewables, doubling efficiency this decade, as well as taking the other changes in our agricultural system, our energy system, our food systems, transport system particularly is probably where we have to make the biggest change. But that's not impossible. And the case for it has been strengthened today by an international agreement which says this is the way to go. Minister Eamon Ryan on the line there from Dubai at COP28. Thanks very much for joining us on Newstalk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.